there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. Welcome back to Alluring, our folklore podcast where we tell you the history and stories of different legends and lore from around the world. And we are super excited today because we have some guests. Because we love doing guests on our bonus episode. So we are here with Strange Talk Radio. Y'all want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, hi, I'm Alex from Strange Talk Radio. We also talk about all things strange, weird, and paranormal. Hello, I'm Robin Pennington, also with Strange Talk Radio, and I am Ooh. I am the sometimes weird. <laughs> the sometimes weird. <laughs> and then um, we'll get right into the episode, but we're really excited to have you guys. We may have yeah. a little doppelganger energy because I feel like our personalities and histories <laughs> are weirdly similar with each other. Yeah, as we've been talking about stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 this is weird. Yeah, but so it'll be if fun. a void opens up in the middle of the episode, y'all know why. <laughs> we'll just keep going. We've already so, said one thing at the same time today, so. I know, that was weird. We just started strong with it. <laughs> so uh, we'll get right into it. We'll start by asking Ryan, and then you guys will let us know. But Ryan, what did you find alluring this week? Um. So... It is the best time of year. It's the f- horror movie season number one, um, not to be confused with the October horror movie season. Uh, but there's so many good movies out right now. I saw Renfield and the Evil Dead, and I um, unfortunately saw The Pope's Exorcist as well. Um, but yeah, no, it, it is the season for scary movies, and this is when I come alive. It's finally not four degrees outside, and yeah. Best time of year. Second best time of year. <laughs> Which was your favorite out of those three? Um, I really liked Renfield, but it wasn't really a horror movie. It was just Nick Cage pretending to be Dracula, which was... <laughs> he killed it. He put he put his whole soul into that movie. Or um, lack of soul. Or lack Nick of Cage soul, Nick Cage has been waiting yeah. for that role for, like, ever. Like, yes. he's he destined has, before yeah. time to do that. I'm convinced, like, he did his own makeup when he was, like, uh, like disheveled Dracula because, like, it looked really bad, but in a good way, I guess. I don't know how to describe it, but 
yeah, no, it's it's been fun, and I'm probably gonna go see um, Bo is Afraid after we record today if I have nice. the willpower for a three hour movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 long. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yep, it's long. They need to start adding bathroom breaks to three hour movies because I can't sit for that long. If I drink a large Pepsi, like it's, it's over. over. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't know what you expect from me. Well, you <laughs> need to go. They have theaters where like you can eat food. At. Yeah. That's the one you need to go to because they always do an intermission in the middle of it. Oh, do they? Yeah. I need to see if we have. Yeah, that's what I was about now. to say. Is you need to go on it has an intermission. Okay, I gotta see if they have that because the one I go to is like an old school like stadium theater. Yeah. It's not even like the fancy seats. Yeah, you need to go to one of those. Those are the ones I go to because I can take a blanket and I have like a huge couch Ooh. seat to myself. Yeah, or those go are to nice. this, the drive-in because then they usually play the audio in the bathroom, so you can at least kind of hear what's oh, going on. You do have a drive. I like the drive-in. I it's do so like much the fun. And it, um, I'm, I live in the desert, so we only have like drive-in season for like two months because yeah. it's either 110 or negative five. <laughs> but right I, I now, understand that. I lived, I lived yeah. in the Southwest for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, but we're, we're in prime drive-in, uh, season right now. So that's, that's a really good idea. Oh, there you go. Um, there's your, yeah. there's your next alluring thing. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> next one's going to be, I went to the drive-in. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Kimmy? What did you find alluring this week? Um, we can ask our guests. I feel bad going. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Would one of you like to go first? Well, I also did the thing as Ryan, except I saw Bo is Afraid and Evil Dead in one day, which don't do that, by the way. <laughs> that yes. just feels like such an emotional roller coaster. I still haven't processed Bo is Afraid. I'm glad that yeah. I watched Evil Dead after because it was just like, you know, two hours of just people killing each other, which was way easier to deal with yeah. than Bo is Afraid. <laughs> it, I don't know if you read the script for Bo is Afraid. I read the script and uh -huh. I did not think he was going to ever make this movie because I wasn't sure how he was going to make this movie. Um, I'm surprised how true to the script he was able to keep it. Oh, really? Hasn't, he's been sitting on the script for like 10 years, right? Yes. Something like that? Like Damn. forever. Because yeah. no one wanted to make a three-hour movie. Uh, well, the original script wasn't three hours long. It was just so wild that... I mean, the original script had Michelle Obama in it, which some somewhat spoilers, <laughs> but they could they didn't get Michelle Obama for the movie. Oh, man. <laughs> so that's, that's the only spoiler from the script that I'll give you all. But um, Well, you heard it here first, folks. Michelle Obama is not in not in Bo's Afraid. <laughs> I, I'm trying to piece together what the hell that movie's about because I haven't seen any trailer or any context, and I'm so confused from everything you guys um, have been saying about. Okay, the trailer doesn't help, I'll be honest. No. <laughs> the trailer describes it as the Jewish Lord of the Rings, which is, does not help at all. <laughs> I, I'm intrigued, though. Like, okay, now Jewish Lord of the Rings with Michelle Obama, like I'm no, no Michelle like, Obama, no Michelle. Oh, Obama. But they did, they get, they did get the Mariah Carey song that they wanted, um, oh, which is great. Um, and the whole movie is just a completely wild ride. I am here for Hasidic <laughs> Gandalf. I want to see Hasidic Gandalf. <laughs> uh, We're making a whole new movie. <laughs> I want to watch this movie, but I don't think yeah. it's going to be what's happening. <laughs> It's definitely very weird. <laughs> and oh. very anxiety, honestly. I 
Man, sometimes just hearing you guys describe like horror movies is the most interesting thing to me because I have not seen trailers for it or context. I'm more horror game than horror yeah. movies. So I'm just That's like, what's fair. happening? Right I think the whole plot of that movie is what's happening. Okay, okay. I like it. I'll have to check it um, out. But what, what about you, Robin? What did you find? I mean, so actually morning? it's not quite this week because I've been pretty much working from sunup to sundown, unfortunately. But a couple weeks ago, I actually got to go to a, um, a Gnostic mass that was one of the uh, put on by an OTO, which is the, the Crowley Thelemic group. And that was very interesting. And some of the lines in it, it was very, it was very fascinating to be able to attend one and, and participate in person. Uh, definitely an mm-hmm. uh, interesting piece of uh, somewhat a modern folklore in some ways, but it was cool. It was, it was weird. It was definitely, it's definitely worth going to once. Ooh, could you, so a lot of the things you said just completely went over my brain, <laughs> which means it probably went over some listeners' brain. Could you just like give like a little synopsis of kind of like what goes down in that? Yeah. So, so basically it's, it's one of the, it's one of the staple ceremonies for the uh, OTO's Gnostic Catholic church. The, it's kind of like their open to everybody oh, okay. section of their, of their magical society. And basically it's oh. just a, uh, it's a celebration of, in this case, it was a celebration of uh, the changing of the seasons and it's mm-hmm. meant to oh, uh, represent cool, cool. participants unity with uh with what is of the divine in that person. And one of the lines in the, in the mass is there is no part of me that is not of the gods. And so it's a very interesting mm-hmm. sort of celebration of our own connection with uh, divinity and uh, the acknowledgement of our own inner, of our own inner sort of spark of divinity, if you will. Ooh, I love that. That's cool. That, that sounds like it was delightful. And I mean, and I'm not gonna lie, they're, they're cakes of light. They, they, they had like a sort of a molasses like syrup taste. It was pretty good. It was like it was interesting. It was cool. I mean, it, it was. It's definitely. A, it's 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 worth it's worth going to. I mean, it, it kind of it could kind of have that midsummer vibe if you don't know what you're going into. Like, yeah. But it's it's a it's neat. Nice. I think that's a really good indicator of something's modern folklore or not is how midsummer does it feel <laughs> on a scale of one to ten? Yeah, because <laughs> it's either horror or modern folklore. It's one of the two. It's like fifty fifty. I'm I'm loving that we're going full Wicker Man in modern times. <laughs> yes, it is time. <laughs> we're actually yeah, just full Nick Cage all the way. Enemies. <laughs> the world I'm trying to live in. <laughs> Full, full Nick Cage and was his name. He's in the Mandalorian. I really like him. Pedro Pascal. Oh, Pedro yeah. Pascal. yeah, Pedro yeah. Pascal. Yep. Year of twenty twenty. <laughs> um, All I'll right. do my, about you, Timmy? Yeah. yeah, I'll do yeah, Mandalorian was... thing. Um, to celebrate the change of the season, yesterday I made some of my famous raspberry lemonade cookies. Ooh. Uh, but they they turned out pretty ugly looking because i didn't didn't had quite enough flour they taste delicious though like that's all that matters yeah i was really happy the house smelled amazing and it was just i did like a raspberry lemonade mixed drink as well just like a good it's finally spring here like utah has been 
holding on to snow like people hold on to child support you know it's just like it's just not letting it go quite yet and it's just finally it's 18 it's finally been released into the wild and you know the weather's finally feeling like spring and it's so nice so it was a good little thing to celebrate and we got like our whole front porch decorated again so it's all cute and I'm I'm just feeling great we had some of our seedlings sprout and they're like the tiniest thing ever so just like good seasonal changes stuff just feeling good and outside and all joyful and stuff uh I'm trying to make a transition for you. You know, you know what? Not small and joyful. Perfect. <laughs> this week's uh, show. Let's jump into it, shall we? Do you campfire um, sounds? Yeah, that. <laughs> um, right. A creature unknown, a legend's lore, with eyes that gleam and a pungent odor. A towering figure, both feared and revered, roaming the marshes, its presence feared. What are we talking about, Kimmy? So, when exploring Florida's Everglades, there are a few things one will notice. The collection of animals that have made their home there, the breathtaking location, and a possible funky smell. Well, be warned, if a sickly skunk smell fills the air when visiting, it's due to the location. But it could actually be because there's a famous Bigfoot-like creature there who has made homes in the Everglades. This week, we'll be talking about an ape-like cryptid that... It can be found in the swamps of Florida. This creature, known as the skunk ape, has been part of American folklore for centuries and made a major impact on early European settlers during the 1800s. To this day, the skunk ape is known as the Florida icon and has been referred to as the Bigfoot of Florida. So, possible origins. The legend... Oh, I totally am going to skip over this because we don't do slideshows for our bonus episodes because it's so much to manage. Um, here's the illustration of the skunk ape. It will be on our Instagram. But I drew it in like one of those like um, old jug bottles where you would drink liquor because it felt the most Florida to me. Yeah. That, that feels correct. <laughs> so, um, I'm really happy. Yes. <laughs> It was like, I can't remember what's like moonshine bottles. I think yeah, that's like a what moonshine I bottle. Up. So we got that. We may be doing a giveaway. <laughs> right. So y'all listening could win this if you follow both of us on social media. So make sure to check that out. Okay. So origins. The Legends of the Skunk Ape has found its home in the Florida Evergreen Glades, not Greens. Everglades, and has been a popular pop culture cryptid icon since the early 20th century. But the origins of the skunk ape date much further back. For centuries, I want to try these tribe names, you guys. I want to do my best. The Muskogee and the Shimuno. Right? Did I say those wrong? I think it's... It was close. I, I just like... Muskogee and Simono. Yeah. It's Seminole. <laughs> And I believe it's Muskogee. Yeah. Muskogee yeah. um, and Seminole. Our, our listeners know, but our, uh, our friends, Kim, Kimmy cannot pronounce things no. ever. I can't um, either. This is the one time where I was like, I feel kind of confident yeah. in this. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> Seminole. I think it's Muskogee. Always, yeah. No, I, I think that's correct. But she always writes out the translations and then just doesn't follow them. <laughs> do follow them. Them for like 20 minutes you guys yeah. i really try my <laughs> it really adds really... a bit of flair 
it's not offensive if I'm insulting everyone, you know? <laughs> like, that. at least it's consistent in me being grammatically incorrect. What was it last week? Um, I can't even remember. It's... It's just, it's just like common like folder. Yeah. <laughs> like the foul there. I I still have people message me about the time I said like some place from Canada wrong. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> the Canadians are offended. Yeah. They're they're more like, you're doing your best. And I'm like, thanks. Yeah. We is all it, know. Was it a French Canadian thing? Because I French is like No, I can't. it starts with an A, like Al Al Pacine or something. I don't know. It's <laughs> I'm just playing myself. Now you're going to get more messages. <laughs> <laughs> the Canadians finally forgave us, and now we're. <laughs> oh, no, it, it wasn't even a difficult thing to say. It was so embarrassing. Anyway, so these tribes that I did not pronounce correct that lived in the Everglades would tell legends of a skunk ape like creature. So they called it the Esti Kapikachi. Or the tall man, and it was the protector of the woods and would keep away those who damaged or wanted to harm the creatures and plants that resided in there. He was always keeping a close eye on anyone who entered his domain and used force to get them out. He also had the ability to always be out of sight and vanish into thin air. So only way you could see him is if he wanted you to see him, which is absolutely terrifying to me. Yeah, I don't like that. Nope. I just can't get the image of just just a normal guy in Florida. Just <laughs> everything you're describing. Just a little hair. Wait, with back up normal in Florida? Fair. Very fair. We're we're offending the Florida. <laughs> you're just describing a guy a in guy. Florida. <laughs> Robin knows from experience. Yeah. <laughs> I have a theory that every Florida man is actually the same person, and it's just a shapeshifter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's oh, the modern-day folklore we're looking uh-huh. for, people. Yeah. Oh, they're, all, they're all avatars. <laughs> like, they're all, like, a, a, a successive line of, like, incarnations of Florida man. Yeah, of Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. I love that so much. So, as time went on, it wasn't long until the European settlers arrived and encountered this entity firsthand. So not knowing the creature's name or its stories, they named it after its smell and appearance, referring to him as the skunk ape. During this time, many European settlers from Florida to Georgia and Alabama would tell of their personal encounters with this ape-like creature roaming through the forest. So for a while, these legends were nothing more than oral stories told from one hunter to another. That was until the early 1800s, when written encounters of this creature started to pop up in local newspaper. So the first one in, so this is the first one, the furthest back I could find. It was in 1818, a local newspaper reported story of what is now Appalachia. Thank you. Appalachia, Florida, and spoke of a man. Appalachia. 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 Florida Florida man. (laughs) Florida man. That spoke of a man-sized monkey raiding food stores and stalking fishermen along the shore. So, more and more reports of the encounters of the stinky creature of the mudlands kept popping up, and it was the talk of the town well into the early 2000s. To this very day, there have been countless books, art pieces, and even films made about this Florida icon. So, that's like a good breakdown of 
origins of this creature. Um, we'll go into the word meaning. Skunk ape, easy to break down. Smells like a skunk, looks like an ape. Now, there are a few other names it goes by. Do you want to popcorn this with me, Ryan? Do you want to start so I don't I say that too wrong? All, we all popcorn. <laughs> we with can this popcorn. It will, we'll do it in the order. We'll go Ryan, me, Robin, and Alex. Okay. Get the Mayaka ape. The Mayaka skunk ape. I actually can't see what you're re- what you're referencing. So, uh, oh, <laughs> I thought you pulled it up. <laughs> I thought you pulled it up. <laughs> Unfortunately, my Floridian clairvoyance is not yet that developed. You can't tell that it says hairy giant. You should sense this in your core. It, it may it may start with hairy and end with giant if that helps. <laughs> Robin, where did you go? <laughs> Did we lose you? Did we lose Robin? Robin, your mic's off. Oh no! <laughs> Google Docs on top of a. Uh, <laughs> oh no! You may not be able to look at Google Docs. We're sorry, Robin. I, I, I'm I'm working on it. All right. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. No, no. 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 Like, 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 like. For the record, I I am not in the technology profession. I am I am a, a people profession. Uh, here we go. Here we go. I normally uh, take care of all the tech stuff. So. <laughs> You're doing amazing. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so, so hairy giant, literally. <laughs> yeah. We've got to have something better than that. And then yeah. we have the Florida Bigfoot. That's, Classic. Yeah, all right. The uh, furry man. And the furry Florida man. Ryan just that, that just sounds like, that sounds like That's a, just Florida man. A mobile home wanted poster. It's like a Saturday night. <laughs> Well, so I know is, the next merch item, so thank you. Um, this is such a quick aside. There is actually a Bigfoot gas station in Florida that I accidentally stopped on on the way back. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. That's we just stopped at a gas station, and then there was giant Bigfoot statues everywhere. So <gasps> I would feel so they, at they, home. There's one in Oregon, too. Yeah, it, it said it was specifically a Bigfoot gas station. It wasn't a skunk ape gas station. I think they probably didn't want to be associated with that smell. <laughs> Fair enough, honestly. That's, yeah, that's, that checks out. You know, the thing is, if you do a skunk ape museum, it's a great opportunity to celebrate smoking some grass constantly. That I think that's the way to go with it, honestly. That's, that's good Florida's name. original line of okay. still, of uh, cannabis dispensaries. TM TM. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> so now that we know about its origins and some of the names it goes by, I'm gonna hand it over to Ryan, and he's gonna tell us a few different encounters people have had with this creature. And boy, oh boy, have people had encounters with this furry Florida man. All right, the first one. Was in 1929, a sighting occurred at the famous and then recently constructed at the time Herky Bat Tower in the Florida Keys. Witnesses reported that an unknown ape-like beast was drawn to the construction site after inspecting the Bat Tower shortly after it had been stocked with bats, I guess. 
uh, the creature shook the tower, driving off the bats before running off into the woods. So, very good animal control from the skunk ape, I guess. Shout out. <laughs> um, in 1942, a man in Suwannee County, I, I think, uh, reported a similar creature rushing out from the brush line while he was driving down an isolated road. It was alleged to have grabbed onto his vehicle and beat on the running board and door for half a mile before departing. <laughs> now that's a Florida man right there. <laughs> Tell me if any of these uh, start to sound familiar with just things we've seen in the news out of Florida. Um, <laughs> one such report from 1963 involved several members of a family encountering an ape-like creature around their rural home including one instance of it approaching a window to peer inside at night. A little creepy skunk ape. Yeah, not cool skunk ape. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Chill out, man. All right. Um, In the autumn of 2000, a letter regarding the famous skunk ape was sent to the police of Sarasota County, Florida. This letter contained two photographs taken by an anonymous woman. In the letter, she explained how to escape how two escaped orangutans had been stealing apples from her back porch for three nights. After much <laughs> research, they realized these photos were taken near the Mayaka River. After the images were released to the public, cryptid enthusiasts dubbed the creature and the photographs as the Mayaka skunk ape. <laughs> which, there it is. I, I love the idea where she was like, Someone's been taking my apples, and then it's just these ape-like creatures shaking trees like Animal Crossing villagers. <laughs> that is exactly what I was picturing. Right. What's the no, I don't remember the gorilla's name from Animal Crossing, but just that villager just like, give me the apple. That's the actual skunk ape. <laughs> That's skunk where the inspiration came from. Skunk ape is the real source of Florida's orange shortage. <laughs> that's what's happening all, all official Florida orange juice is not Florida orange juice if it wasn't fresh squeezed by the skunk ape that's, that's my new theory the next marketing campaign yeah. <laughs> now, I, I don't want to spoil my um, modern take section too early but I will say we have undeniable proof that it is not orangutans in Florida but that's coming later. So, man, oh, we have t- Tang, Tang is going to be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Are they still around? Are they still here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is Tang still a thing? Should, do we? Should we have a seance to see if we can contact Tang? Yeah. That's not a spirit I want in my house. <laughs> it is i feel like every floridian wants tang in their house <laughs> it's like it's your guys version of the kool-aid yeah. man you know? they don't use fluoride they just put tang in the water down there <laughs> it explains so much now that we we breaking it down <laughs> oh, man. all right where was i all right um we did that one we did that one ah video signing all right Ooh. On October 28, 2013, a video titled, I Think I Saw a Skunk Ape, Please Help, was uploaded to YouTube. It depicts a large, hairy humanoid creature crouching in the water and pulling bark off a tree with ease. 
Well, fair enough. Maybe if you need help, don't post it to YouTube. Um, <laughs> people might not see it for a while. <laughs> that algorithm gets us all, you guys. Yeah. That's, that's really what That's it. actually great advice. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I'm only going to ask for help on YouTube for things that I need help with, like, in a couple days. <laughs> Six months later, when the video finally hits the algorithm, it's like, oh, finally, people are coming to my aid. I've been hiding from this junkie since October 28th. He keeps peeping in my window and taking my yeah. oranges, you guys. I'm so, I'm so scared. <laughs> um, so in 1974, a kid by the name of David Shelley was out deer hunting on a cloudy day with his older brother Jack in the swamps behind their home. Before going out, the father told them to be careful, and not just for wild animals, but for any unknown creatures that were out and about. That's because a few years prior, their father had stumbled upon some strange footprints that were left behind by an unidentified creature. The father always thought it was strange and talked to the family about it, but they brushed, his off, brushed it off as nothing more than a tall tale. Well, the two boys then move across the swamp with grass high enough Dave couldn't see over it. Then suddenly, Jack stopped dead in his tracks after noticing something in the distance. He picked up Dave so he could see... And that's when they froze. There was a man-like creature covered in hair only a hundred yards away. While standing there in awe, it started to rain and, as qu and quickly poured down. The man-ape-like creature hurried away into the cryptid hummock scattered through the marsh. The two couldn't believe what they saw. And this wouldn't be the first encounter Dave would have with the mysterious creature of the marsh. Or I should say the last encounter. Um, July... 2000 dave was able to capture a grainy because of course it was grainy daytime video of this creature a few hundred feet away the creature spends a minute or so moseying around in the hummock of palm trees then shortly after begins striding across the open swamp um i don't know if you guys also have an issue with the fact that nobody ever has a normal camera i know it's 2000 we had flip phones <laughs> Well, even now, like whenever we have like footage of something weird, now it's like it's like somebody's grainy flip phone footage where I'm yeah. like, nobody has flip phones anymore. Yeah. Like I forgot my phone. All I had was my 1960 film camera. I'm so that sorry. That I just <laughs> keep in my pocket for instances yeah. such They're as these. There. Maybe maybe Skunkape likes boho photography. Maybe. maybe that's the only way you can get them to come out. So like, oh, what a nice camera! I'd like okay. to see that. So he far, I'm right, and he's like, "Ooh, is it is it photo shoot time?" Yeah. It just struts out a little. Is that a '76 Canon Nikon? <laughs> so far, I'm thinking that the skunk ape is actually just like this really smelly hipster guy that just really loves Tang and Polaroids, <laughs> and has no personal boundaries because he's looking at people's windows. Once again, we are just describing the general population <laughs> of Florida. Um, Man, all of our so, Florida um, listeners are done with us right now. Yeah. I could feel so, it. I actually, feel I feel like happy. I feel like they're all like, "No, that's correct." No, yeah, they they know. Like they're, they're aware. They're um, like putting. They're like pouring their tang down the sink right now. They're like, "I'm an individual." <laughs> Um, so you can see pictured on our slide here, which will be in our show notes for our audio listeners, um, a still image of the um, creature running through 
a swamp. Um, it breaks into a long limb run, and though suddenly aware it was being watched, escaped into the grove of palm trees. Shelley notes that at the time, the swamp was covered by over a foot of water, making the animal speed, which he estimated to be 22 miles per hour. Not quite sure how he calculated that one, but very specific. Um, Which, if you didn't know, is impossible for any human to achieve. But it's extremely hard to watch this video and see anything but a guy in a gorilla suit. So uh, check it out. The uh, Dave Shelley. um, I I forget what the video was even called on you. Just look it up. Yeah, Dave Shelley's like. Yeah. He is to skunk apes what Barbie is to Mattel. You know, yeah. like that's his niche, that's his thing. Like we'll hear more about him in a little too, but he just you'll find all of his stuff. He he has a whole bunch. We'll get into it. <laughs> just it, this was 2000 and it makes that like 1970s Bigfoot video look like pretty legit. That's <laughs> that's the issue. Does it have memorabilia? Like is it is it a, are there collectibles associated with it? Yes. <laughs> There's, we'll get into it. There's so much associated with Shelly and the skunk ape. Okay, we were ripping on him for having really grainy footage, but like it was filmed in 2000, so I'm a little more understanding in this one case. But I don't understand why they're filming this like Blair Witch style, like where it's yeah. just shaking around. <laughs> that's just that's just Florida. There's so much video artifacting happening and like it's glitching out at the bottom. And I'm like, why are you filming on VHS in 2000? The movements <laughs> from the Tang Sugar Rush, you know. <laughs> why it's, all that, uh, it's all that caffeine they're getting from the Tang is really starting to build up in them, you know. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, well, we'll do, we'll go take a quick Tang commercial break, and then we will be right back. <laughs> Performing a Bloody Mary ritual is surprisingly easy, but designing without any design experience isn't. Well, that's until Canva. Whether you are presenting, downloading, scheduling, sharing via social media, or printing, Canva is here to help your work make an impact in the real world and take your marketing material to the next level. I work as a professional graphic designer and I was honestly blown away by all the tools and resources Canva has. When they say they have a template for everything, (laughs) they mean it. From party invitations, social media posts, flyers, and office templates, they have it all. With thousands of professional templates, images, and quality content, I've been able to not only get a head start on my projects, but also bring my best work to life easily and quickly. And the best part about Canva is you don't have to be a designer to use it. You can easily edit the templates they have available, or you can hire one of their designers to help you out. And if you already have a designer on your team, you can invite them to work on the project as well. With Canva Pro, your whole team can make real-time changes, provide feedback, and quickly approve projects. Plus, as a designer, you can upload brand assets like fonts, brand colors, and images so all the design resources are in one place. Plus, our listeners who sign up get a free 30-day free trial of Canva Pro. So what are you waiting for? Upgrade your marketing today by going to partner.canva.com slash alluring or go to our website, alluring.com slash sponsors, and click on our Canva banner. Again, that's partner.canva.com slash alluring, 
or go to our website, alluring.com sponsors and click on our Canva banner to start designing today. Welcome back, Tampers. We hope you enjoyed that little break. Uh, we have decided that, Tang, if you hear us and you need sponsors, we're your people, you know? We got I you. I used to drink Tang before I'd go to karate as a child, and I <laughs> won the the kick contest for the heavy-duty gi powered by Tang. So <laughs> there's There's one on the house um our yeah. email is alluring at gmail.com <laughs> we all gotta survive in this capitalistic hellscape so you know what send something over we got and you we love tang. We... i also just tang. read that tang went to the moon so i mean that's that's amazing tang went to the moon tang went to the moon i'm making the switch and tang can take you to the moon <laughs> tang, tang, tang email what? us <laughs> we're your biggest fans we're your biggest fans I'll send just this clip to them. Don't you worry. Um, so now we're going to talk about the appearance and some events associated with the skunk cape. So appearance-wise, it is most similar to, well, an ape. It's a bipedal ape-like creature standing at about 5 to 7 feet tall, 1.5 to 2.1 millimeters for all of our, not millimeters, is it millimeters? I try for a Canadian audience, and I don't do too well. Um, I think it's meters. Meters, meters, maybe. Meters. Whatever is closer, it's either really tiny or <laughs> grossly large. You guys get it, though. And, and it's covered in thick fur that's either a dark black, but most commonly a reddish-brown color. It has glowing red eyes, naturally. And it's known to actually be a bit smaller than Bigfoot. So... On top of having an ape-like appearance, it's known for its skunk-like smell. The skunk ape is described to have a foul odor. Most people end up smelling the creature before they see it. So that just made me realize you said earlier that uh, people could, it would only let people see it if they wanted to, which means that like sometimes when you're just in the woods and suddenly it smells bad, there might be a skunk ape and you just can't see it. <laughs> and yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> It just crop dust you, and you're just like, what the? Is it skunk, or is it skunk ape? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which one? That's the greatest secret of the universe. <laughs> the world may never know. It's that so Jonathan now... Frakes thing, fact or fiction, or fact or faked. <laughs> there you go. That's skunk it. or skunk ape. <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> Um, so now, shifting to its personality, we honestly don't know much about it. It just seems to appear, cause some chaos, and then run back into the swampy forest out of sight, dust crop dusting those who it encountered. To me, very Florida man news article vibes, and we hit that right off the bat. Yeah. The <laughs> and I mean, they might as well just called it the skunk Florida man. Yeah. Like, at this point. The ape was generous, you know. Yeah. The ape, I feel, makes it more ominous when yes. that's not really what's happening. <laughs> and though it causes lots of chaos, it, has been report it hasn't been reported to attack anyone. So a possibility for that is because it just chases people out of its territory. Um, it also doesn't eat 
people. There's no reports of it eating a person. And it's believed the diet consists of berries and some good old lima beans. So, a simple chaotic man. <laughs> and tank orange juice, too. <laughs> I mean, no wonder he smells terrible. Like, Specifically that does lima not beans? sound like a good... Yeah, lima beans is also obviously. <laughs> Ryan, how do you make these images so fast? <laughs> we have a meme of the skunk ape with some tang merch. <laughs> that Ryan just created. That's why Ryan's been oddly quiet. Ryan's like, I gotta find the tang. <laughs> Ryan makes our memes during the episode. It really helps out. <laughs> That's a great way to do it, honestly. Can I? If I make merch, is there, like, how can I do Tang without doing Tang? You know what I mean? Make it, like, <laughs> slightly, like, change a letter in it. Maybe if I call it Skank, you know? Or <laughs> something? Or Stank? Put, 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 like, three three A's in it, and then make it a skunk ape okay. instead of the monkey. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect, perfect. There we go. <laughs> I was thinking just rename it, like, Tong. Like, Tongs. Yeah, tong. <laughs> new merch you guys just hold on <laughs> so now into some events so the skunk ape was to florida as bigfoot was to the west coast an icon when legends of bigfoot like creature got word it wasn't long until florida named it as its unofficial mascot of the wilderness and rural culture this resulted in roadside businesses attractions signs television commercials and more the skunk ape was a star and not even COVID could take this creature out of the limelight. So during the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, a Florida business even used the skunk ape's reported foul smell to help promote social distancing, even when people were exploring the great outdoors. <laughs> the, the photo, they, they have like a skunk ape mascot and the photo of like the skunk ape wearing like a social distance shirt is really oh funny oh my god that's amazing can, i'll post it for you and it'll be in the show notes for the audio listeners <laughs> i love it so much um where was i oh the popularity of the skunk ape even attracted so much attention it ended up being part of a bill introduced into the florida legislation in 1977 the bill would have made it illegal to possess, harm, or molest anthropoid or humanoid animals. But the bill never passed. And I like how it had to specify molesting them in the bill. Because they just they just know. <laughs> they they just yeah. The vibe was off. Yeah. The vibe was off. Well, we see how Florida is with bills right now. So you know it's <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> they got a lot they they can't quite figure out and it's okay <laughs> they at least have a social distancing skunk ape so yeah here's the social distance skunk ape for those that didn't see it um again audio listeners check out the show notes alluring.com um i think it's adorable personally <laughs> it's so cute i want that shirt now so now if we have learned anything about a cryptid becoming an icon, it isn't long until capitalism starts to profit off of it. Yep. So one of the most iconic locations is Shelley's official skunk ape headquarters, Everglades Adventure. So this is the Shelley dude we were talking about right off the top. 
Um, <laughs> it's located in, oh, I'm going to say that wrong, Ochope, Florida? Is that right, Robin? Did I, say I actually don't know where that would be. I mean, it probably is Ochope. I know Okeechobee, but I don't know Ochope. We okay. need your Florida expertise here. <laughs> Right. Gators and them there, Gators and them. There we go. There we go. <laughs> what is it? So, a man by the name of Shelley is the proud owner of this research headquarters where he is on continuous quest to get proof of the ever eluding skunk ape. He spends March and April searching the dried out swamplands for tracks and any other proof of this creature. That being said, everyone's got bills to pay, and this headquarter is also a gift shop filled with all the Skunk Ape merch. He's got findings in a field guide that's just about $5 of a map of the most recent sightings, and if someone is wanting something more than a few little trinkets, he offers swamp tours. <laughs> okay, but does he offer Skunk Ape scented candles? Oh, he doesn't, but we do. Look at this. We got a candle. The lost uh, it does not ape. actually smell like the skunk ape. No. Uh, it, smells smells good. it smells great. Yeah. Um, it smells I, like I think... Tang. It smells, it smells like... <laughs> I'm not sure that's much better. <laughs> I'll tell my mom that's the next candle we're making is some Tang. <laughs> So, Shelly might huh. be trying to exploit this creature, but if it gets him the money to buy a better camera, then <laughs> I'm all for it. He should have just started a GoFundMe. We would have helped him. <laughs> yeah. I, will, I will send you a camera. <laughs> Shelly, reach out to us. We will help you. Can we please help you. Tired of these grainy photos. <laughs> like, we'll get you a GoPro, dude. Yeah, anything. <laughs> Oh man, I accidentally left it in 240. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. So, um, now that being said, some do worry Shelly is only trying to profit off of locals and tourists. So, in 2000, he applied for a grant from the Collier County Tourism Development Council to fund his research. And some say how it was conventionally timed with the release of his skunk ape footage shortly before the hearing, along with the a collection of different creature videos that just suddenly appeared. So this video has been duped a hoax by some no. and to, <laughs> to a striking resemblance to a guy in a monkey suit walking okay. across the clearing. I super like to think it's a hoax because that is like the most like Scooby-Doo villain thing you could have done <laughs> of being like, oh yeah, I'm a skunk ape while you're trying to just like get money from the government. Right. And they're That's like, old oh, man Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. It's been Shelly the whole time. <laughs> Welcome to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next. It's probably a Scooby-Doo episode if we're going to be real honest. Got away with it too if it wasn't for the Collar County Tourism Development Council. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, so personally, I like to believe the dude's just pass passionate and making a living off what he's doing, and he loves it, and I support it. Like, I personally would love to have like a folklore museum if I could, if one day I could I have a house in this economy. So bad, so bad. but. You know, and the other thing I really want to point out, 
people buying in the cryptid art and folklore community aren't swimming in dough, you guys. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) if you're like, I'm going to get rich making cryptid art, I'm here to tell you, you really need to love cryptid art, you guys. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I, I am not swimming in dough i can guarantee you guys and the amount of cryptid merch i have made that people love so what timmy fails to mention where there is money is in lewd cryptid art yes yeah there's a lot of money to be made there so okay everybody goes hard on like lewd mothman art i'm like we need some fresno nightcrawler lewds because like it's literally pants on earth yeah i don't want to know i i we talk about that in certain cryptids. When you have to go to page three for some good old cryptid lewds, like that's too deep. We need more page one. <laughs> Robin, I feel like we broke your brain a little bit, and you're now like, no, I why? just, I, you know, I, I, man, humanity is just in a sorry state. <laughs> what I'm hearing. From what you said, is you want me to send a mini milf side print I made, right? That's all I got. <laughs> as long as we're on the same page, you know, I just yeah. I want to make sure. I mean, I mean, like you gotta have like I don't know, um, chupacabra. I, I don't I even know. Dilf- oh yeah, God. <laughs> furry i drew it and my friend's like are you drawing a furry and i'm like god yeah probably that's that's like three levels that's like three levels up like it's it's they gotta get they gotta they gotta catch up to you okay actually there's not a lot of money in drawing cryptid art but there is a lot of money in drawing furry porn so this is making this is making a lot more sense now yeah so, what we're trying to say is let your dreams just become reality. You know, yeah. if you want to draw some naked cryptids, there's money in it. Yeah. Moral of the story here. But if you want to draw non-naked cryptids, there's not as much there's money There's no in money. Yeah. Right. I really want an economic assessment now of this, like, just because I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> sell out is what we're saying. Yeah, so sell out. Yeah. So if I do a folklore museum, I just have to have a lot of cryptid pinup, and I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, have a I back do. room. Have a back room for all of that. See the big cryptid nickel. That museum's not a bad idea. <laughs> the beads will be like a UFO, and it's like green beads hanging down. There's, and there's like, like there's like, a little cow in the end. You know, like peep <laughs> shows where you put in like the like the coins, and you can see the pinup pictures because it's all big. <laughs> the old Nickelodeons. <laughs> Oh my gosh! All right, well, we'll talk after the show because yeah, there's something here. We'll workshop it. TMT yeah. workshop. <laughs> Shelly's listening right now. Like shit, they're on to me. <laughs> He's like, they TM'd it. I can't do it. Yeah, how'd they know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, again, I I don't think he's scamming. It's too much work to be scared yeah. of that stuff you know again he he could have just made a gofundme and we would have bought him a camera like he didn't have to go through all this effort yeah like here we go take it, take now, here's, it. Here, here's my here's my conspiracy theory actually is is that uh so if you look at some of the folklore around a lot of these these beings 
there is uh, some there are some stories that say they have the ability to like distort electronics and other things like that so maybe like that that's just the effect that these things have on like cameras they all of a sudden all become like 1960s okay. you know grainy images where it's like okay yeah, you get to see me but you don't get to see me like you know neener neener uh, the 1960s filter said that you said that while you were the one having audio issues earlier so can you oh, confirm shit. or deny if you're a skunk ape <laughs> Is Skunk Ape in the room with you? <laughs> or is he right looking state, in your Right state, wrong cryptid. <laughs> Robin and the Skunk Ape have never been in the same room at the same time. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, we're just saying. Bold of you to assume, bold you to assume the Skunk Ape likes rooms. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figure that's why he's always looking in the windows. Yeah. <laughs> Longingly. He just wants a room. Yeah. Yeah, that bed looks real comfy. Needs interior design suggestions. <laughs> he just looks at like the one armchair by himself and it starts to rain Aww. and he goes, all by myself. <laughs> he's a huge fan of Home and Garden. <laughs> yeah, he's just looking in the window watching HGTV like, must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> In this economy, yeah. <laughs> he's waiting. He's waiting on that money to come through from his. Yeah. Um, I guess blue pictures. He wants to compete on one of those Guy Fieri cooking shows. <laughs> oh my gosh! That, that's oh, that's why he always has the oranges and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay. I yeah. Now <laughs> it's time for our favorite segment. Um, for for you guys. We always do a segment called, Is It Science or the Church? Because in every folklore or cryptid sighting, for some reason, the church wants to be involved or scientists have a very strong opinion on what's going on. So, and nine times out of ten, it's like, oh, it's a bear or a cloud of gas. Yep. So <laughs> we're going to take a moment and you guys are going to guess if you think of it science or if you think it's the church. <laughs> okay. No pressure. Ryan gets this wrong like 60% of the time. <laughs> I feel like Robin might do really good at this. You want to go first, Robin, so they can like... I mean, I've been, I've, been, I've been put on the spot, so let's do it. <laughs> do you believe it's science or the church? What's the question? Uh, like, who do you think is going to have an opinion on what the skunk ape really is? The church or scientists? Like, which is going to be the first one to be like, mm, actually, this is what the creature really is. Okay, so because it's Florida, because it's Florida, I'm not going to be surprised if it's the opposite of what I'm going to say. But I'm going to go with science, because I feel like that that scientists okay. probably in Florida would be like, no, this is actually probably this swamp animal. Like, I, I don't know, maybe like, I'm trying to think of what okay. swamp animals they would compare it to. But that's my, that's my guess, is I'm going to just go with science. No, that's a good guess. How about you guys? <laughs> I feel like I want to go with church just to be contrarian now. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going with the church because it's Florida as well. So. I just, yeah, I feel like they're going to have some really bonkers theory. Yeah. Also, okay. which which church too? I mean, because like Florida's got a very diverse religious environment. Nine out of ten times on this, it's the Catholic Church, just because they've That's been exactly around. That's exactly what so I was long. thinking. Yeah, yeah. I kind of was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So what is it? Oh, it's science. You can still do the church sound. Oh, well, we'll do both at the same time since we 50-50. Uh, 
<laughs> so Robin, you win. You two fail. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I expected Robin to win on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so there is a belief that the skunk ape can be explained as two different things. One is an animal and one is location scent. So, National Park Service wildlife staff are quick to dismiss this mystical stinky creature as nothing more than a black bear sighting. A black bear, much like the skunk ape, can stand upright and walk around from a distance and make it look like a different animal entirely. So when you see it from far away, it doesn't look quite like a bear. And then got the dark fur, easy, easy to get confused um since all skunk ape sightings are nothing but eyewitness testimonies and no one's captured an indisputable proof or come up with remains of the skunk ape the black bears are common in the area so it's really easy to dismiss it as this plus there's been dozens of unrelated research projects conducted in the everglades that use motion activated trail cameras and not one of them has ever captured proof of the skunk ape so like that's cool because it's people not even trying to research it and they're not yeah. getting anything. You know what I mean? And then I do, the next... I do love that the answer is always bears. Yeah. It bears just, yeah, that's really what it is. If something's over five foot seven, it's, a bear. it's always a bear. I, I think we just like are really bad at recognizing bears. Maybe. I think we just are really bad with gauging size is. Yes really yeah. the humanity fault <laughs> so, uh the next theory is that the awful smell of the skunk ape is nothing more than a result of the environment it's theorized that the most famous scent is caused by methane released by the swamps it resides in the bear's fur absorbs the pungent methane and releases the odor so like when you get like stink in your hair that's exactly what it is that's happening. Methane bears sounds like their own cryptid, but also like a really, really niche, like Florida metal band. <laughs> I think that's also the cousin to Kentucky's uh, cocaine bear that they unfortunately just made a movie about. Methane bear is totally my favorite movie I've ever seen. Oh, I, I say unfortunately just because I'm like, now that's what Kentucky's known for. Like, oh, yeah, I, I used fair. to live like two blocks away from where they keep the actual cocaine bear. Oh, and so at any given moment, I'd be sitting there like, it's two blocks away. I can just go see it right now. <laughs> just go look at cocaine. Oh, man. man. I was like, that's Ryan's like favorite movie right now. So good. <laughs> Cartoon um, methane bear. <laughs> there's also the smell theory. Um, because bears go through garbage, that's how it gets the sting, mm. too. So now, now that we've discussed how this creature has been dismissed, I'm going to come in riding on my high horse and say, this doesn't explain anything about the skunk ape being a forest spirit, though. I think he's got some good old chaotic forest spirit energy about him. And it would explain why there's no physical evidence of him as well. So, and he protects the forest. So, I'm big on skunk ape is more forest spirit than cryptid kind of energy. But that's me. Bigfoot's <laughs> vacation home. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, actually in the go. same. I'm in the same boat on that um, story for a different time. But I went. I went squatching. Once, and I'm pretty sure that the person I was with accidentally conjured one of the the, the Bigfoot type <gasps> entities, 
like a lot of a lot of indigenous stories maintain that creatures like that are, are some type of um, spirit or in between being. Right. I was yeah. gonna say, don't say the name. You'll summon it. <laughs> Bigfoot, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. <laughs> not that one. The one that starts with an S. Yeah, um, no. We, not there's, a, there's a number of things like Boy. you don't. <laughs> yeah. The um, yeah, that that's usually our camp too. Is most of these uh, creatures are uh, some sort of spirit, which I mean, also kind of goes into the photo thing, like you said earlier, because you can't really take a good photo of a spirit, you know. Well, and. You know, all these spirit sightings are like humans. Like we should have, like maybe it is a bear ghost and I'm into that too. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, if we can leave ghosts, then so can animals, right? Like where, I want some dinosaur ghosts. You know what? That's a very fair point that I've never thought of. (laughs) Like animal ghosts. Yeah. I've I've heard lots of stories of animal ghosts. And I mean, I even think I may have seen uh, one a couple of times and I know people who claim and swear they have. You cut off like- after you said, like, you claim swear. Oh, sorry. No, my, my mic's oh. being weird. No, I, said, I know people who claim that they, they've seen animal ghosts, and I'm pretty sure that I've seen one at least once. Oh, wow. With those ones, were they, like, people's pets? Um, In the ones that people have told me about, yes. In the one that I saw, which was a little bit more of an unusual situation, it was a wild animal. Okay, because yeah. that's why I'm thinking is like we need more wild animal ghosts. Because like, but it was a really weird situation. Too. I was living out in the desert at the time, so like it was it was unusual. You see weird stuff in the desert. I grew up in Arizona, and man, there's some stuff you just like. Yeah. I think that's the reason I'm so like chill with aliens now is because seven year old Kimmy saw shit that <laughs> I, couldn't be explained. <laughs> I lived I lived in Arizona for a little while and I spent some time in New Mexico. Oh, so you know all of that. <laughs> I Not a lot, but I, got, I, I did I did the pilgrimage route walking uh, with my partner in New Mexico at one point, and oh. that that's to Chimayo, and that's a weird area. Yeah. Man, I I went to, we both went to Dixie, and there's, like, a lot of, like, areas where you don't even want to go and take photos in, because it goes, like, on Indian territory, and it's just, there's, like, weird spirit energy, and it's wild. Like That's actually really weird that, like, how similar that all is sounding to Ohio. Yeah. Like, wild. very weird. Yeah. Oh, I love uh, this. We're going to have a great time on your guys. Show. I know we, we try to stay more focused, <laughs> but, but this is so cool. I love talking about this stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ryan, it's your turn. I, I'm done with my segment. <laughs> got sidetracked yeah, sorry for throwing you guys off there. No, this is great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is a very short segment we have just called modern takes with Ryan, where we talk about stuff that's happened recently uh, because everything with folklore encrypted seems to be like from the 1800s and like everything stopped in like 2000. Um, so number one, despite um, despite the name of Montaigne's, sorry. Sorry, despite its name, one of my favorite modern takes comes straight from the most reliable source on cryptids and folklore settings we have the History Channel, uh, specifically Monster Quest on the History Channel. 
they have a fun and free show where they determine that there is no way the skunk ape is an orangutan, as I had mentioned in my previous stories, because everyone describes the terrible smell they smell around the skunk ape. But unlike most primates, orangutans don't have a scent gland. So rest easy knowing that the best and brightest of the History Channel are on top of it. Um, I also remembered that the mascot for Tang is a monkey. Um, so, <laughs> so we've we've come back to the Tang theory. Um, yeah, uh, actually, it's, a, it's an orangutan. Is, yeah, that's where the name <laughs> Tang comes from. That's what I'm saying. So there's, you know, do with that information what you will, listeners. Uh, uh, then speaking of free stuff, uh, there's a horrorish mockumentary type thing called The Wild Man, Skunk Ape, The Skunk Ape. The Wild Man, Skunk Ape, The Skunk Ape. I don't understand the title either. Um, also known as the Florida Bigfoot, a.k.a. Florida Man, has been rumored to be responsible for several murders in South Florida. Oh. And a documentary crew says how to uncover the truth. I'm not going to lie, this whole movie looks really bad and was probably filmed on a cell phone, but it was kind of fun to watch. Um, it goes very over the top, and there's, like, rednecks with shotguns, and the military shows up, and the government scientists show up. Um, kind of everything you'd hope out of a very low-budget, homemade, cryptid movie. Um, it's free on YouTube, and not, like, pirated on YouTube. They just decided <laughs> to put it on YouTube. <laughs> So um, uh, I'm, I'm choosing to believe that they used uh, Shelley's actual camera in the movie. Probably did. I'm be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um. The trailer for it is gold because they like walk up to this like, I have a picture of it here. The guy on the left. They're like, "There's only one man who can hunt the the skunk game," and he comes out with his shotgun, and it's just so over the top, stupid. Um. Yeah. Go check it out. That's the wild man skunk ape. I yeah. Man. Well, I, that's like a, there's a lot of movies out there that are like probably really good but i just wanted to go with the two ridiculous ones <laughs> that i saw um but there's all sorts of um skunk ape stuff on youtube and movies and documentaries oh man i what is stopping us ryan i know funding i know it's gonna be budget <laughs> but what is stopping us from making uh cryptid kind of funny horror movie about like snipe hunting like we should really do that the more yeah. i think about... just gotta do a camping trip sometime i was just talking about that recently on the show because i was like does anyone remember being taken snipe hunting when you were a kid that's so creepy i, we literally I don't know what this is out. yeah so don't look it up. We'll, we'll don't bring look this it up. up. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, we'll just take you snipe hunting. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's they're, it's pretty wild. There's yeah. there's these animals called snipes out there. You catch them when you go when you go camping. They're wild. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's an experience. We'll take you snipe hunting. Yeah. But like, we really should. That's crazy. You just talked about it though. I know. <laughs> That's the double. We literally just energy. did in our last episode. We had like a 15 minute conversation about snipe hunting. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> We dead ass again. You guys heard it in the last episode. You're gonna hear it again. Donate to our podcast so we can one day make this dream come true. 
I want nothing more than to make this this video. It will be great. You guys can come join us. It will be it will be fantastic. Yeah. I went to school for film. I can help. Yeah, see, yeah. we're good. Yeah. I can make a poster for Yeah. <laughs> Um, so usually this is where we would have announcements, but we don't have any announcements right now, do we? Yeah, so we we do things a little different. So before we go on to our learning, alluring alignment chart, we want to give you guys the opportunity to tell where people can find you, where they can listen to you, a little bit about what your shirt your show's about, if you have merch. Just like so you, our lovely listeners, can go check out these lovely people at Strange Talk Radio. Yeah. So um, Strange Talk, we're on most social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, and our website. Um, it's Strange Talk Radio pretty consistently across all three. Um, we don't have any merch for the public yet, but we will soon. <gasps> um and yeah, we, we actually talk about very similar stuff. You all focus on creatures, but we in general talk about all things strange, weird, and paranormal. So sometimes that's creatures, sometimes that's aliens, sometimes that's just weird things that happen. Sometimes it's just weird science news because there's a lot of weird science news going on recently. <laughs> there's so much space news right now. On the note of merch, we are we are uh, hopefully before the end of, of summer going to have at least buttons and t-shirts available. And also I have a couple of special projects which are specifically geared towards people who want to go out and investigate uh, cryptid sightings or uh, ghost hunting things. I, I actually am making a series of like uh, folklore-based protection uh, talismans or things like that for people who are actually actively interested in going out and looking for things. So that's been something that I've been into for quite some time. And so I'm now going to make some available to the public. Ah, that's cool. And I'll, I'll give your, your listeners some, some secret free information. We made a bunch of um, Bigfoot pins. So <gasps> They're awesome. Be available sometime soon once we get all that up and running. Yes. We should do a collab, by the way. We should. Designer we should. wants to do a collab. Just, yes. We can workshop it later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this whole episode is just me seeing TMTM after like everything. It's great. Yeah. We're um, coming up with great ideas. Thanks for coming to our design meeting. <laughs> this, is, this is the design meeting, actually. You guys have been listening to a design meeting for the past hour. But they're great. Really go check out their stuff. They... Um, I really like listening to them. It's more it's more free flow, but it just feels like you're kind of hanging out with friends. They always have guests on. So fun show. We'll have it in our show note links. And like always, we do a swap episode. So they will be there will be a direct link on our website to go check out their stuff too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Stay tuned because soon we'll have some very special guests on that you might know, which is you all. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, it's us. Can, can, we get, can we get the skunk ape from Tang on there too? <laughs> Listen, I will pull we some strings. Make that happen. Yeah, <laughs> we'll make some calls. Can we reach out? To, can we reach out to their PR person? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they're gonna email us back and be like, "Never talk to us again, or talk yeah. about us ever again." We'll just reach out to Shelly. I feel like it's Shelly's. Shelly's getting yeah. this point. <laughs> okay, so now on to the Loring alignment chart. So. What it is, if you guys have played D&D, think of, like, the character chart where if it's, like, neutral, good, chaotic, evil, and all that stuff, we like to place whatever the creature is we were talking about on that chart. And amazing. Absolutely amazing. 
<laughs> it's our favorite thing. I, I'm straight up. He's neutral between like good and evil, yes. but chaotic. Just pure. That's chaos. what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was thinking either true neutral or chaotic neutral. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with true neutral because if he's a forest spirit whose like whole goal was protecting his, you know, territory type thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna go with chaotic good because okay. I, I mean, I think it's a forest spirit as well, which I think leans more chaotic usually, and then it hasn't really done anything bad, um, besides like. <laughs> run people out of like stolen territory <laughs> like fucked up someone's so, car that was, that yeah was... but that person was probably speeding or they're probably like the swerving around um you know so if anything he's just trying to help you know <laughs> that should Social be its own movie stopped by skunk ape <laughs> He just seems whimsical, you know. You can't, I can't. I can't call a whimsical a forest spirit evil. Yeah, I would lean a little more towards good. I'm, I'm straight up on chaotic uh, between yeah, neutral hard, and good. Hardcore chaotic. Yeah. All right. Um, and last thing we have, um, before we take off, we just like one quick takeaway you got from the episode. Um, I'll start just so you kind of get a vibe of what it is. Um, my takeaway is if you want to make money, just start drawing lewd cryptids because that's the only way you're going to do it. That's a great one. Um, and then you guys can help pick the next one too because we'll have two takeaways for all of our listeners. So I... what, your words of advice what have you learned from the show? What do you take away from it? <laughs> Pander to Tang as much as possible. That's a good one. <laughs> Drink Tang. <laughs> my my takeaway is, is that America is ready for cryptid flavored beverages. Yes. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> we'll do TMTM again. Yeah, and there's so, only one out there. So there's room for more. Man. All right. Wow, that was great. Oh my gosh, thank you guys so much for being on and joining us. This has been absolutely delightful. This has been a lot of fun. You guys are awesome. (laughs) It's been so great. Okay, well, we'll head off. We're going to go take a break and then do another (laughs) recording. Yeah. So we're not quite leaving yet. Again, go check out the other episode. We will have links for that on our website when it goes live. But until then... Thank you all so much for listening. This has been alluring. You just have the most alluring day you've ever had. And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more alluring, go check out our website, alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.